welcome to another episode of the Commander Quest podcast. Today we are going to be talking about how to analyze cards that have an effect, but only if they are enchanted or if they're equipped or something like that. So to start off, uh, there aren't too many cards with the that say is enchanted, but if we expand that scope to also include is equipped, then we have roughly eight cards, 18 cards. So it's not the largest scope of all things, but we do have a good amount of cards that people might consider running. So basically what I'm doing is I'm figuring out if you are running this in your deck and you have a specific number of equipment or auras, how likely are you for that, for that effect to work? So we are going to be using Raksha, Golden Cub, as our example, because I think that's, well, yeah, I think that's the most helpful and likely to be useful example. So Raksha, Golden Cub, if you do not know, is 5 white, white for 3, 4 with Vigilance. As long as Raksha, Golden Cub is equipped, cat creatures you control get plus 2, plus 2, and have Double Strike. So generally, for all of these things, you can always assume that you have the specific card because you don't care how effective your specific card is if you didn't draw it. So what we are doing is we are calculating the odds of if you have drawn this specific card, how likely are you to have an equipment? So first, what you're going to do is you're going to go in your deck and you're going to figure out exactly how many equipment you have. Uh, this is slightly simpler with in, with in, with enchantments and auras, uh, so I will cover that next. But first, I'm going to do equip equipment. So first, you're gonna count up the number of equipment you have at each CMC. So you're also gonna want to take note of the cost to equip it, but that's it's a little weird. So. Basically, once you have that counted out, you're going to figure out the CMC of the card you're analyzing. So in this case with Raksha, it is CMC 7. So you're going to take every single card you have that is an equipment, and you're going to see how many of them are CMC 6 or less. Because if it's CMC 7, you'd be casting Raksha then. Um, so basically, that's going to be like 99% of your equipment. And we're going to assume that you have 15. So we are going to assume population size, we're going to say 99 because we're talking about commander. Um, don't think this is relevant in any format other than commander. And it's arguable that it is relevant in commander. Number of successes in population is 15 because that's the number of cards we can hit that will satisfy our goal of actually getting something. The sample size, so this is going to be 7 plus the turn that you can get it. So up to turn 6. So we're going to go ahead and put 13 in for the sample size. And the number of successes in sample, we only need one. If we have multiple on it, it's not really going to add that. So in this example, we have a 90% chance of getting it. This is a very, very heavily favored example. First of all, we have 15 equipment, which eh, I think that's a little bit of a lot, but it's, that's not the part that's heavily favored. 
the parts that, that is heavily favored is the CMC. So the reason that this 15 isn't that high is because I'm counting everything that is CMC 6 or less. That is basically all of my equipment. But if I'm talking about something that's 4 CMC, for example, I can only count my equipment that are 3 CMC or less. So it doesn't work as well. Plus, my sample size is going to be smaller because I can only count 10 cards. So 10 cards is the sample size, and we're probably going to lose, we're probably going to go down to maybe 7, we'll go, we'll go 8 successes for CMC 3 or less. That seems about right. And then suddenly we have a 60% chance. So that's a CMC 4 thing. So we have um, basically 8 equipment that are CMC 3 or less. This totally depends on the deck, and you do have to keep in mind that this isn't the total thing. First of all, you do have to cast it. Um, like it, I'm not assuming you're gonna, I'm assuming you're gonna cast it in this situation. And then afterwards, you also have to pay the equip cost. But generally, you should be able to do that if it's an astronomically high uh, equip cost. Basically, if the equip cost is more than two higher than the uh, cost of actually casting the spell, then you might want to change these calculations a little bit. But uh, since that's pretty uncommon, I just decided not to cover it. So keep in mind, this is not, you know, like this is a good thing, but you do have to cast it and you do have to equip it. So, you know, it's, it's a little difficult and there is removal and all that stuff. So that's basically it for equipment. So then if we look at is enchanted, so if we just look that up, um, I did is enchant because it doesn't really matter. Um, so basically we're, we're going to use dream pod druid as an example, or you know what, let's get something, uh, that is a little bit higher in CMC. We'll do rain academy chancellor, two and a blue for a creature wizard legend, whenever, wait, Oh, that's <laughs> okay. Eh, I could I could do that, but that's a little bit. You know, we'll just do it. So whenever you cast a permanent, whenever you or a permanent you control is the target of a spell or ability controlled by one of your opponents, you may draw a card. And if Rain Academy Chancellor is enchanted, you may draw another card. I will not be right now, um, analyzing the odds that up you or a permanent control you control is the target of the spell or ability. I will not be doing that right now. I am simply analyzing how likely it is to be enchanted. So we have to come up with another example. So in this population size, it's always 99. It's the size of your library. The num number of successes in sample. So there's a couple different ways we can do this. For the last one, I did simplify it a little bit if you want to basically stretch the amount of time that you're willing to draw that card in or play the spell on, then you can have extremely much, much higher odds of it working. So first, the first thing that's different about auras is you cast them after you cast the creature. So this basically changes the whole dynamic of you have to decide when you want to cast the enchantment on the uh, thing rather than if you want it to happen before. So 
You can, of course, with equipments, you can decide, okay, I don't need it immediately at, before I cast this spell. I'm okay if I get it two or three turns afterwards. And you can adjust A, you can adjust the acceptable CMC, so that would adjust the number of successes in population, and B, you can add more sample size because you're drawing more. So with this example, we have a CMC3 creature. So basically what we can do is we can map out for each turn how likely we are to, for, to have an enchantment that we can cast. So on turn four, we have drawn four cards, so we add that seven, and we only need one to, for, to have enough. So the number of successes in populations is going to be our auras that are CMC4 or less. So I would say that that's like almost all auras, and I generally see, I, I'd say maybe 10. We're going to say that there's 10 successes in that population. So on turn four, we have off the bat a 71% chance, um, which is great. We have a 71% chance of just being able to cast it the turn after we cast um, rain. So then beyond that, if we want to add another card, another turn, so we can add one to the sample size. So we're now at 12. And for the successes in population, I'm going to add two. So we're now at 12 for each. And then boom, we have an 81% chance. So at that point, we have a really, really good chance of it being equipped. So you generally get the idea. For equipment, you can either analyze how likely you are to be able to cast it right before it, or you can analyze how likely you are to cast it really at any point. The, you are just figuring out how likely you are to have a thing you are able to cast at a specific point. So you pick a turn, right? Then the sample size is just 7 plus the turn you picked. And the number of successes in population is the number of things that you accept. Like, almost all of these things that I'm teaching you how to analyze have a very, very similar formula. Now, it does change for certain things, but usually you can just slightly alter my formula and it'll work. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.